Shri Guru Vaishnava Guru Parampara Ke Jai Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ke Jai Go Bhakta Vrinda Ke Jai Go Premanande Good evening, welcome So I want to speak a little bit uh, this evening from the Mangal Charn of Chaitanya Charitamrita, the sacred preface. We have been discussing about it in, in our meetings in the past, um, here and there, and uh, of course, as some of you know, I'm writing a book um, that constitutes a commentary on these verses. There are 14 of them. They're the Mongol verses. Mongol means auspicious. And um, and they come at the very beginning of the book. And they are intended to invoke auspiciousness that the uh, book may be uh, successful, well-received, and spiritually um, empowered. Hmm? The author, of course, is Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami. And... Um, We've heard also in our discussions his story, how he came to Vrindavan. He also gives his story later on um, and how he came to write Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm. That follows in the chapter that, the eighth chapter. We come tonight to the, to the seventh chapter. And what these first seven chapters constitute is, a, is, is Krishna's own elaboration upon the 14 verses that constitute his Mongol charm. So he gives the 14 verses at the beginning of his book, and then he explains them <clears throat> over seven chapters. There are two verses that are, we call namaskar verses, where he offers his respect to the presiding uh, deities in a general way, in a specific way. Um, deities presiding over his book and um, and then he speaks um, four verses um, um, writes four verses about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and five verses about Nityananda Prabhu two verses about Advaita Prabhu and then we come to tonight's verse which is the last of the fourteen verses and this is um, a verse about the, uh, the Panchatattva hmm. And so, let me cite the verse, and we'll speak a little bit about the uh, import. Panchatattvatmakam krishnam bhaktarupa sarupakam bhaktavataram bhaktakyam namami bhakta shaktikam So here he says, let me offer myself, my pranam, my respect, my obeisances. When we say I offer my pranams, my basis, we mean myself. Let me give myself my heart. Hmm? It's nama. It's not about me. Hmm? It's about you, something like that. That's the idea. So he says, let me, namami, hmm? let me offer my my heart, myself, my respect, my, my, with, uh, my, my greatest uh, regard to... Panchatattvatmakam Krishnam to uh, five Atmakam means self-manifest it means Atmakam it can mean like comprised of so a, 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 a manifestation of divinity that is comprised of of, uh, of five ontological truths hmm? Pancha, tattva. Tattva here means ontological truth, and uh, and pancha means five. So I offer my respect to these uh, this manifestation manifestation of divinity in in five features, if you will, and uh, they constitute. He says, Krishna, Bhaktarupa, Krishna in bhakta-rupa, the form, rupa, of a bhakta. So, 
It's a manifestation of divinity that's fivefold, hmm? and it constitutes Krishna in the form of a devotee of himself. One, bhakta rupa swarupakam. Swarupa means like one's nature, hmm? and so here swarup refers to Nityananda Swarup, who is the expanded nature, as we know, of Krishna, inasmuch as Nityananda Prabhu is Sakshad Balram. Hmm? He's referred to in the Mongol verses um, of Krishna's Kaviras Goswami as uh, Nityananda Ram. Hmm? So he... he we want to say that Nityananda is not different than Ram. Ram here means Balaram. And Balaram is the first expansion of Krishna's nature by Bhav Prakash. It's, uh, when we say Prakash, we mean expansion. There's a differentiation between, even here, between the expansion and the avatar. Hmm? Avatar means avatara. Hmm? up to down, crossing over. So, when the Godhead manifests in this world, this is a crossing over, this is an avatar. And then, Balaram is spoken of as an expansion in the Parovyom. Still he comes, that's very special. Hmm? He makes avatar, he descends, but he's distinguished from the avatar, who's next in the five the third here in the, in, in, the, in the five features under discussion. Um, um, but uh, but he himself, distinguished in this way, as I say, from the avatar, is the, is the prakash, or the expansion. So Krishna expands himself, his own nature, if you will, in the form of Balaram. Balaram and Krishna are one, the only difference in Prabhupada's language was that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead and Balaram is the supreme personality of, well, I should say, Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead served, who is to be served, and Balaram is the supreme personality of Godhead servitor. So it's the same Krishna, but in the form of a servant of himself. So extends himself, hmm? As Balaram, and Balaram constitutes the the um, the ego of a devotee, Bhaktaviman, say Mul Balaram, the, 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 the source of the serving ego, and everyone is traced to, to Balaram. So he's Krishna, but he's also in the spirit of servant of Krishna. So, Bhaktarupa Swarupakam. Swarup means Nityananda Swarup, this, the, the nature of Krishna, expanded also as a devotee. So, one feature is Krishna as a devotee of himself. The other is his expanded um, nature hmm, as a devotee of himself. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the first one, who is Krishna in the form of a devotee of himself. The second one is Nityananda Prabhu. Then uh, uh, he says what? Panchatatvatmakam Krishnam Bhaktarupa Swarupakam Bhaktavataram. So, Bhaktavataram. This then refers to. Uh, Krishna himself is in the form of a devotee, his expansion in the form of a devotee, of a devotee, his avatar in the form of a devotee. And the avatar here is is the is the source of avatars. I don't want to confuse you because often we say that Krishna is the source of all avatars, and that's true. But Krishna is the source of the avatar um, source. <laughs> In other words, the avatars, they descend from, through the uh, Mahavishnu. Hmm? Mahavishnu is the first avatar. He's not a Leela avatar. He's not a, um, 
we don't speak of him in this context as a guna avatar, but as the source of avatars. And then the different lila avatars, guna avatars, yuga avatars, they're all manifest from him. So he, this principal, first avatar, and in that sense, the source of other avatars, is also coming in the form of devotee. So he himself in the form of a devotee, his expansion, first expansion in the form of devotee, his avatar in the form of devotee. And the fourth then, he says, bhaktakyam. Bhaktakyam means devotee. <laughs> so, in the form, in himself in the form of devotee, his expansion in the form of devotee, his avatar in the form of devotee, and his devotee hmm, is one of the five features. Hmm? So his, his, his devotee who is a siddha, siddha purusha, hmm, a perfected devotee, is one of the five features of divinity. And tat prakashams, well, he says it differently here, um, Bhaktavataram bhaktakyam, namami bhaktashaktikam, and bhaktashaktikam. So his devotee, in the form of devotee, and his shakti, in the form of a devotee. Uh, here, his shakti refers to his surup shakti, in the form of a devotee. And the devotee refers to his tatasta shakti, in the form of a devotee. And these five make up the pancha tattva. Hmm? So this is a doctrine that has not been uh, um, that Krishna himself is not the uh, origin of. Hmm? Um, and this verse is the last verse of the Mongol chant, and it has very much corresponds with the first verse hmm, of the Mongol Charn, which is a namaskar verse, a general namaskar verse, where he says, Vande Gurun, Ishabhaktan, Ishan, Ishavatarakam, Tat Prakasham, Sitat Chakti, Krishna Chaitanya, Samgakam. He says the same thing, really. He offers himself in the first verse to six truths, to Sri Krishna Chaitanya, hmm, to his expansion, Nityananda Ram, to the avatar, Advaita, hmm? and to the uh, uh, the Shaktis, hmm? to the Tatasta Shakti, the perfect Tatasta Shakti, uh, the example of that, the Siddha, devotee, in the Panchatata, this means Srivastakur, and the internal Shakti, the Sarup Shakti, in the form of a devotee, manifesting in the world in these, with these other four, that is Gadatta uh, Pandit. So he already really offered respects to them, but in the first verse he also offered respects to the gurus, Vande Gurun. And appropriately so, because there's no Krishna Bhakti without Guru Bhakti. Hmm? And in his commentary on that first verse, he spent by far the majority of his time uh, discussing the Guru Tattva principle. So when he begins his commentary on this final verse, he says, I've already explained the Guru in the first verse. Now let me elaborate on these. He doesn't elaborate much. Hmm? Because after all, he's already given several chapters hmm, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the four verses. He gave, uh, what, four chapters explaining four Mongol verses dealing with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He gave one long chapter dealing with five verses glorifying Nityananda Prabhu. And he gave one chapter uh, explaining two verses, glorifying Advaita Prabhu. These are the three Prabhus. One Mahaprabhu and two Prabhus. Means these are all Krishna Tattva, Vishnu Tattva. These are all God. Hmm? And along with them in this Panchatattva are two Shaktis of God. Hmm? The marginal Shakti or the Tatasta Shakti, in its optimal position, it's 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 in its full potential, and also the Swarup Shakti, 
And as we'll see over the discussion, and maybe not tonight, we won't get there, but but the full face also of the Sarup Shakti. Hmm? So, as I said, um, this verse corresponds with the first verse. They, so the other verses are couched in between. So it really is a doctrine of the Panchatattva, a doctrine that Krishna himself is not the um, origin of. The verse, uh, this verse here, and a number of the verses in his Mongol Charn as well, uh, were composed by Surup Damodar. Hmm? We know that this verse was composed by Surup Damodar because Kavikarnapur, another great devotee of Mahaprabhu, hmm, that preceded the uh, work of Krishnadas, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he uh, wrote several books. He also wrote a, a narrative of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela, and um, <clears throat> and another well-known book, a number of them, but another well-known book um, um, relative to discussion called Gorogonadesha Deepika. Hmm? Gorogonadesha Deepika. Gora means Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Gona means Gorogana, the the Sangha of Gor, his associates. Gorgana, Udesha means like to enumerate upon. Hmm? Deepika means light, to, to, to shed light on the enumeration hmm, of the, the Gana of Gora, hmm? his Sangha. Hmm? This book of Kavikarnapurs is very famous, well known, and in essence, um, what it does is identify the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, in terms of their Leela Swarup in Krishna Leela. This is Gaur Leela. Hmm. And then there is Krishna Leela. Hmm. They're the same, but they're different. Hmm. This is Gaur Krishna. It's Krishna. Hmm? No one else. But Krishna in a special, in a particular mood. Hmm? Hmm. In a particular pursuit. Hmm? And when he pursues the experience of Radha's love for him, as he does, hmm? and appears in the world, then the his associates from Krishna Leela come with him. Why? Because Krishna's not alone. Hmm? Why? Because there's no there's no meaning to Krishna without love of Krishna. Hmm? Krishna is, in one sense, a manifestation of love of Krishna. He is taking the form of the devotee's heart. Hmm? In Dasya, Sakya, Batsalya, Madhurya, and so forth. And this may s- uh, sound um, obvious to us, that, but it's not something that it's only something that Gaudiya people think about. <laughs> the Gaudiya people, the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, the early Gaudiya Vaishnavas, who are the associates of Mahaprabhu, hmm, they thought, they glimpsed the the the, the, the truth. The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna. They would see it, and it, and he would then manifest as a devotee of of, himself, of Krishna, then as Krishna. And at a certain point, they began to think he's he's Krishna. Hmm? What kind of avatar is this? Hmm? And of course, um, Mahaprabhu was was manifesting. The faces, the characteristics of different avatars in the Nadia Leela, in Navadvip. Hmm? And before he took sannyas and left Navadvip to preach, hmm? and after he started to manifest himself as a Vaishnav, having taken initiation from Ishvara Puri, hmm? the devotees would gather with him at the house of Srivas and perform kirtan and so forth. And uh, at different times, 
he would manifest the bhava of different avatars, Ashringa avatar, Ram avatar. Hmm? He showed to Marari. Hmm? Baraha also. These are stories, mythological stories, it would appear, hmm? from the Puranas, from times much more ancient than our times, and for that matter, much more ancient than the times of Mahaprabhu. Hmm? His associates were all devotees. Hmm? They weren't converts. Uh, They were devotees. (laughs) And, And they believed, of course, in in the world beneath the surface, if you will, the subjective world of bhakti and, and this land of all possibilities. It's a meditative, subjective world. It's, it's not the objective world that you can see with your eyes. And atashi krishna namadi You cannot see Krishna. You cannot serve Krishna. You cannot, and to serve him is to know him. You cannot know him with material senses. But as much as the serving ego comes into your heart hmm, in relation to him, then this opens up a whole other world. Hmm. We are seeing, based on a particular orientation we have, the orientation is, I am important. <laughs> I am the center. Something like that. Hmm. This is an off-center perspective, so we see in a particular way. Hmm? And it's all in relation to the objective world of matter that we are, as I said the other night, lending our life to and, and animating uh, and thinking it's the problem, we're the problem. Hmm? We're creating the, the monster of our attachments and, and, and so forth. Hmm? They're not holding on to us. Matter's not holding on to us in any shape or form. We're holding on to it and giving it a shape whereby it appears to be holding on to us. Hmm? So at any rate, there's a world, I want to say, beneath the surface. It's the real world. Hmm? The spiritual world, the spiritual dimension. Hmm? We want to know if it's real by way of objectifying it, but that's like backwards thinking. Hmm? Just like people say, oh, it's only in your mind, as if it's not real, it's because it's in your mind. But what is mind? And that's a whole huge topic within Gaudi Vedanta. Hmm? The subjective, and from there, the consciousness itself, and so forth. So, they believed in this world, of course, like we do. Hmm? Although your experience of it may be very limited. Hmm? You've heard about it. You've had sangha of, of a seer, and so you, you you feel you've seen to some extent, and he or she has offered us practices by which we may see hmm, how we may develop a serving ego and change our angle of vision and see something that we could not see otherwise. See the predicament that we find ourselves in materially that we could not see otherwise. Hmm? See the source of it and how to deal with the disease rather than the symptom. Hmm? Hmm? How to cure yourself, which is the, is the problem, instead of trying to cure everybody else. I think they're the, they're the problem, so on and so forth. Um, and, and, so, and we get glimpses and so forth. But in the presence of Mahaprabhu, you can imagine, they saw Baraha. They saw Nisringa. They saw that what they read about in the Puranas. Hmm? And the Bhagwat. In particular, they're devotees of the Bhagavat, Shrimad Bhagavatam. And, and in Mahabhu, they saw the characteristics. They were, it was very, he showed the bhava. Hmm? So it became very tangible for them. It was, it, it was a very powerful instance of the subjective world manifesting in the objective world. Hmm? And, uh, and, and, and they saw and they, they they try to think about it. what who is he? He's Ram. Hmm? He's Narayan. They would say, hmm? Lord of Bhaykunta. Um He's this avatar, that avatar. He's Krishna. Hmm? 
they would say. And, and, and this is Mahaprabhu in his own adolescence. In a sense, he's trying to sort himself out. He's come to the world in an experiment hmm, to try to taste Radha's perspective. What it will do to him, only Radha knows. He doesn't know. He's trying to find out. Hmm. Oh, it's very powerful <laughs> what it will do to him. And so he appears with that, with that in mind and without at first even realizing that's what I'm pursuing. Hmm? He's a devotee and showing Dasyabhav and then he's showing I'm Bhagwan, serve me. And he's kind of like, it's kind of like the adolescence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he's trying to sort himself out. Am I Nishringa? Am I Ram? Am I, am I a devotee? Am I God? I'm both. And, and the devotees are, are confronted with all of this and, and they're trying to sort it out. And they finally, they come to the conclusion, he's Krishna. Hmm? Because he's showing this avatar, that avatar. And they are devotees of Bhagavatam. So they know Krishna's too, Bhagavan Swam. Krishna's the source of all avatars in the super sense. Hmm? He's the source of the Mahavishnu, who's the source of the avatars. And, and so forth. So they conclude, he's Krishna. Hmm? He's Swam Bhagavan. Hmm? And they've got that far. He's Swam Bhagavan. And then, so, such nice devotees they are, such deep devotees, that they think, He's Swam Bhagavan. And then they immediately think, wait a minute, if He's Swam Bhagavan, Sri Krishna, where are His associates? Because Krishna's not without those people. There's no Krishna without Radha, not without um, Madhu Mangal, not without... Yashoda, Nandu Maharaj, Subal, Sridham, not without his abode. It is said about Krishna, what? Never. He never takes a step outside of Vrindavan. Hmm? He never takes a step outside of Vrindavan. So wait a minute, he went to Mathura? He went to Dwaraka? No, no. Hmm? As his expansion... We don't see him in Vrindavan. Yes, you do. You're not looking closely. Hmm? Where is he? He's in the love of the devotees. Hmm? He is more in Vrindavan, in his apparent absence, than he is in his presence in Mathura and Dwarka. Hmm? When he appears in Mathura and Dwarka, he's present there, He's more present in Vrindavan in his apparent absence. Because why? The love for Krishna is so much greater there. Hmm? And wherever there's love for Krishna, that's where Krishna is. Hmm? That love of Krishna and Krishna correspond with one another. So he's in Vrindavan. He's hiding himself. Hmm? He's very tricky. He appears to have gone to Mathura and Dwarka. He's actually hiding himself in Vrindavan, Prajendranandan Krishna. And he's seeing the devotees' separation, thinking he's not here, and how it affects them. Hmm? He's moving like the ocean, like high tide and and low tide of union and separation. Hmm? So he makes a big separation, appearance of going to Mathura and Dwarka and so forth. Hmm? And then he make a big union, Sambhidiman Sambhog, hmm? collect them all up. So anyway, so... Hmm. These devotees in Nadia, they're thinking, we've concluded that he's Swayam Bhagavan, but he, we cannot support our conclusion unless we could find who his associates, because they would have to come with him, and his abode would have to come with him. He never steps a foot out of there. So where, how can he be Swayam Bhagavan and not be in Vrindavan? How can he be Swayam Bhagavan and not be with his associates? And then they realized Navadweep is Vrindavan. This is Vrindavan. And we are his associates. You can imagine what kind of Leela this is. How extraordinary their, their experience was. We are the associate. And Mahaprabhu showed him, you are my associate in this Leela. Marari, you are Hanuman. This Suklambar, you are Sudama. Hmm? And 
and Radha, you are Radha, and so on. He showed them. Hmm? <laughs> but their insight is, is very telling. How much the Gaudias understand Krishna? Who would think? We say, Krishna's appeared in my house, in, in, in Swayam Bhagavan, and he, he, he's living there. You can come and see him. You know, people think my, my this guy is Krishna. And we say, well, where's everybody else? Yeah. Maybe they've got a Radha hiding in the closet, but that's not good. <laughs> but where's everybody else? So, so, so they thought like, they understood Krishna, in other words. Hmm? They really understood. Hmm? And and then they realized we're in the midst of another Leela. It's a Krishna Leela. This is Krishna, but he's in a certain disposition, demeanor, in pursuit. They didn't understand it immediately, and arguably neither Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He sometimes experienced, when he when he performed a drama at the house of Chandrasekhar, he said, we'll have a drama tonight. Hmm? And I will be Lakshmi. I will be Rukmini. Hmm? And he gave different roles to different people. And, 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 and Sri Vasu will be Narada and... Uh, uh, and uh, this one will be that. And so... So they, they and he said, no one can come to the drama unless they're free from uh, sex desire. No one came. <laughs> they're all afraid to come. They, unless they have, unless they have complete control of their senses. They were humble devotees, so they thought, oh, I don't have complete control of my senses. Mahaprabhu hmm? said, I will control your senses. Come. Hmm? They performed the drama in the house of Chandrasekhar. And everybody played their part. The casting was very, very good. Hmm? To cast Srivas as Narada, hmm? very good casting, hmm? uh, and so on. So, uh, and himself as 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 Rukmini, and as he came on the stage and performed his part in the drama as Rukmini, hmm? everyone saw Rukmini, and then he manifests as Mahalakshmi. Like the mother of the whole universe, hmm? and they all came up. Hmm? You know the story, and one by one, he manifests the mammary glands and fed and nursed them. Hmm? What kind of <laughs> leelas are these? Hmm? Don't 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 think it's not true. Who were these people? What kind of people were they? The whole Western world from a religious point of view, at least at one point in history, was revolving around the testimony of about a dozen people from the Middle East hmm? who, had, who had witnessed a miracle. It was thought, right? The Christ rising from the dead that retired all the miracles of all the shamans in, in pagan Europe. Hmm? It, so they closed down all the shamans with a little push, and, <laughs> and 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 this 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 philosophy that this is the real miracle. Hmm? Well, a dozen of them or so witnesses. And what kind of what 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 was their character? What was the level of their their learning and credibility? Hmm? Hmm? Thomas himself was a denier, right? Judas was a was a blooped. Judas was a mutineer, Judas. Hmm? I don't know the history of the apostles. I'm sure they are great people, but I mean, but as a result of their association with the Christ, but their material qualifications I'm speaking about, I don't think that they were necessarily great. Paul, who came later, was a, some type of a warrior or something, isn't it? Hmm? In the Roman army, and he had a vision, and so forth. So, now, the associates of Mahabrabhu... <laughs> Out of the principal associates, uh, I mean, I think if, if you list like 64, I think like 48 or 53 of them were poets, literateurs, highly educated, sophisticated men and women of the arts and culture of the time. Hmm? And Bengal was a cultural center of, of India and the seat of, of all learning, hmm? secular learning in India. If you didn't get a degree in Navadweep, you were nobody. Hmm? It used to be the seat of learning was Matila, and Sarvabhoma, a Bengali, 
the Bhattacharya, hmm, he went to Matila to get an education, and there was one main book there that you could only study there in Matila. And he wanted to take it with him, they wouldn't let him, so he memorized the book. Hmm? This is Navanyaya, the new kind of logic. And he took it to, it was his acumen, and then he, he took it to Nadia. He started this, this is called Navanyaya school and so forth. And, and, and Nadia upstaged Matila and became the seat of learning. So pandits would come there to debate and so forth. So it was a highly sophisticated, of its time, educated place. And, and not 12, but 50, 60, 64, however many of them, hmm? they, they made these kind of testimonies. And this is just one. It sounds fantastic, but hmm? it's, 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 it, rising from the dead, he did that too. Hmm? Rising the son of Srivas from the dead in the kirtan and manifesting breasts and milking the whole congregation, nursing the congregation. I mean, this is just one after another, after another, after another. These, you could say, well, you know, they told stories, they exaggerated in that time. There's just too many of them. And their character is just too good. If you read Marari's testimony, Marari was, of the biographers of Mahabrabhu, he was a personal associate. Kavikarnapur was, but he was very, very young as a boy. Krishnadas came later, a generation and a half later or so, or half a generation, Vrindavan Das and so forth. Murari was the original, and he was a classmate of Mahaprabhu. You read what he says. How, what his personal experience of Mahaprabhu was. He didn't just... He, he was converted by, by what Mahaprabhu did, how he, how he, what, what he saw him do. He couldn't believe it. He tells, he's making a testimony. And this happened to me. And this boy, young lad, Nimai Pandit, who was a classmate but younger than Murray, he did these things. And, and as a result, hmm, I realized he knows my heart. He's God. And then he developed the idea and found out, I'm Hanuman, he's Ram, and more. And so one testimony after the other biographies are coming later and relating, but these are credible people, I want to say, very credible people. They experienced the, the mythic Puranic world hmm, firsthand in the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? They understood uh, uh, that it, it's Kali Yuga. He's the Kali Yuga avatar, among other things. Hmm? What we read in the Bhagavatam about the Kali Yuga avatar, that's him, they could see. It's, it's here. Here he is. It's just describing exactly what he's like hmm? from my own, own experience. So they lived in this, you know, you can't verify that it's Kali Yuga. There were civilizations, sophisticated, dating back millions of years, and Yugas like this described in the Puranas. It's not like an objective history that you can validate. It's, it's in one sense, speaking about the, the world beyond the limits of, the obje- of objectivity and and from the inner meditative subjective world that the Bhagavatam is opening is a is a window to, hmm? and and through that window through that the door came Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They were living in the Puranic world. Hmm? Therefore, there had to be another another Purana, the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Hmm? We have the Srimad Bhagavatam about the life of Krishna. This is his extended life. Gorlila. Hmm? So, this was their situation. And Kavikarnapur, hmm, he's the one that chronicled this and wrote it down hmm, with evidences from different devotees and incidences and so forth as they had evidence to demonstrate the, the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He collected in, evidence to demonstrate their divinity. He wrote, Gorogona Deshadipika. Hmm? Shedding light on the enumeration of the of the of of, of the who's of the who's who of Gorlila, who in Gorlila is who in Krishna Lila, hmm. who is the Dushoda that has come with Krishna, Sachi, who is the and so forth. And so, uh, this is his book, and in that book, uh, Kavikarnapur has said that um, that uh, he has cited this verse. Panchatatvatmakam krishnam bhaktarupa sarupakam 
Today, but we know from Kavi Karnapur that this is one of the verses that Srupa Damodar wrote, com- composed, and he is the origin or, or, origin originator of the Panchatattva doctrine. Hmm? And because again, he says in Goraganadeshtipika, he cites this verse and attributes it to Srupa Damodar. Hmm? And so Krishna has taken. This verse, a number of other verses, Mongol verses, also attributed to Srupadamadar, but this one we're speaking about tonight. As I said, he's not the originator of the Panchatattva doctrine. Srupadamadar before him is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of the associates of Mahabhu, it mentions Mahabhu and four of them. As I said, four, three Prabhus and two. Uh, well, he's one of the three Prabhus. He's the Mahabhu and two Prabhus, Advaita, Nityananda. And then they are the worshipable. Hmm? Although the two Prabhus worship the Mahaprabhu, hmm? the, th- the two Shaktis worship all three of them. Hmm? Hmm? And so, because he has elaborated previous, in previous chapters about the Prabhus and the Mahaprabhu, hmm? we're left, and we've talked about it in some of our discussions, we're left in terms of commentating on this verse, commenting on this verse, to speak about the two Shakti Tattvas that are mentioned. Bhaktakyam Amami Bhakta Shaktikam. Hmm? As I said, it's referring to the Tatasta Shakti in its fullest potential and the Sarup Shakti, and also in its fullest, we can, we can argue, fullest, fullest expression. Hmm? That's a very beautiful idea. You have to come to that. But the, and and the two yashatis are represented in the Panchatattva as Shivasthakur, Tatasta Shakti, and Karadha Pandit, the Surup Shakti. What is the time? Seven twenty-five. Hmm. So we'll continue tomorrow, hmm? and we'll begin to speak about Shivasthakur and the Tatasta Shakti. Any question? Can you say something about why we sing the Panchatattva mantra in Kirtan before you know, the, the, the Hare Krishna mantra? It said like there's, there's no offenses in that mantra or it nullifies any offenses that you might make. Or there's some discussion like that, but I mean basically we chant the, the Panchatattva mantra because, um, because the appearance of Mahaprabhu is... What really the Panchatattva is saying, Mantra is saying, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming with his associates. Hmm? Hmm. And this is the basic idea of the associates. So we have the, the, the Mahaprabhu and the two Prabhus, right? Expansion of the Avatar. We have the, 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 the two Shaktis. And we'll come into it tomorrow, but when we talk about Shiva's talk, we say, Shiva's Adi Gaur So that includes everybody else. Hmm? So it means that that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as I'm saying, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent means the descent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu along with, because there's no meaning to his descent without them. So we honor them all. Hmm? We're honoring the entirety of the descent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who's our deity, our Ishtadevata, as Gaudiya Vaishnavas. This is his Sampradaya. Hmm? Uh, lineage is... Oh, of 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 Gaudiya Vaishnavism, he's the presiding deity of them. He said, Jiva Goswami explains him like this in his uh, Sarvasambhadini, hmm? the presiding deity of the lineages of of, um, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we tend to honor our deity, from whom the idea and the order that will, for that matter, of chanting the Mahamantra comes. Hmm? He's given us the mandate. He told his devotees to chant the Mahamantra in Kirtan and so forth. So, 
it's just like that. We, we're honoring the entirety hmm, of what constitutes the descent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Panchatattva. It means, it's basically saying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his abode, all of his associates, hmm, because Shivas Adi, Govabhaktivinda, Shivas and everybody else, it means, means his associates that he, that he comes with. Hmm? So it's, it's kind of a, whatever, to invoke, invoke auspiciousness, to invoke their, their mercy. They are uh, the givers of this, uh, the, the brief explanation, I should say, of, 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 of uh, Krishna's Kaviraj, of this mantra. It's very, very brief, and it really focuses on the, um, the idea that this collective, if you will, hmm, five truths, one of which Shiva Sadi Gorbak, you know, it's all the devotees, his associate. This this group comes to propagate the Sankirtan of Mahamantra, hmm, chanting. They come for this purpose. They they, they they plundered, as he as he puts it in his language in Prabhupada's translation, the storehouse of love of God and indiscriminately dis- distributed it everywhere. Hmm? And so we are in, you know, the wake of that. We're we're experiencing the, we're, we're the dispensation. This is the source of the dispensation, and and what the dispensation is about is chanting Hare Krishna, Nam Kirtan, and so we're offering our respects to that which is making it all possible, and um, and how it's come to the world, and and so forth. Does that help? In the sense to conceptually think about Panchatattva Mantra, you think like that, you get you'll get some power for chanting Hare Krishna. You think, yes, this is good. Where it comes from, what they're about, this has great efficacy, and, and, and he, he describes it like they started like a, put a tidal wave in, in motion, hmm? something like that. Another question. A lot of appreciation. I've never really appreciated so much. How, like you explained, that Mahaprabhu is really the avatar, he is the fountain head of all avatars, and this is evident because he's bringing together all of the different parashats from all the other different avatars of himself. Yeah, that's also, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is true. Yeah, yeah that's very. Very extraordinary, and, and as I say, these are very, these people, if you read it, you say, you see, these people were like intelligent, educated, thoughtful, sober, religious, spiritual people. Hmm? They weren't like sentimental villagers who just, oh, you know, look, it's God, you know, he, he created a miracle, you know. And some guys just duped them, you know, so to speak, uh, and so forth. No, they, 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 they were astounded hmm, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They were, they found themselves attracted to him in in ways that they couldn't understand. They were just enamored by him, his beauty, his, and they would write about that. They would write about his hair. Hmm? Just, how you know, how it was so captivating. Hmm? These are, you know, some of these are like old sannyasis, you know, <laughs> wearing like only a deerskin, you know, and talking about, you know, his, you know, how and how unfortunate it is that he shaved his head, you know, hmm? and became a sannyas. So the beauty, the Aish, you know, the, all the Aishwarya, the, the, his, uh, his 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 beauty, his knowledge, his renunciation, and so forth, uh, and the fame that came to surround him, hmm? his scholarship was just like 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 fire, hmm? caught on fire. He's just a young young boy. I mean, this is a very very extraordinary person, and the, and as I want to say the testimony is credible. It's 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 exceptionally credible. This should be given some uh, some. So, you know, some this should be shared. <laughs> like I said, look what they did with 12, 12 guys from the Middle East. You know, <laughs> Till the, you know they had some first-hand, maybe second-hand experience. I don't know. They, they, they saw him and he rose up. And well, what about this? And I mean, Christianity puts a lot of weight on that historical, you know, testimony. 
a lot of a lot a lot of these sects do. Um, but at any rate, we have our Eastern Savior, Mahabhu, hmm? and it's uh, it's a compelling, very compelling testimony. You hear how they were how they were converted. Hmm? They were they were knocked off their feet. Hmm? They went home and dreamed about him. He appeared in the dream and told and, and these kind of things. It's very extraordinary. Hmm? And in so many books written about him, so many about. By so many devotees, you can see they were literary, literate people. Hmm? This is at the time of Mahaprabhu. You know, you've got literate people writing about, for example, Christianity centuries later, theologizing and so forth. They're theologizing at the time. Hmm? Hmm. They were very uh, credible people of their times. Hmm. So, yeah, and their experience was. Extraordinary. <clears throat> I remember you saying before that Sada Bhavon is in the Britannica Encyclopedia, isn't he? He is, he is, he is. He is India's most famous logician. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a pretty intelligent person. It's like your, you know, like Godel or somebody, you know, Godel, a mathematician. Hmm? It's like, so like Sarabhama was like, like uh, some kind of a, I mean, he wasn't in the field of science, but logic, math, God was a mathematician. And, and he, and he completely, you know, like, a, he wept like a child, he rejoiced like, like a, like a, like a frivolous youth at, at the, by the end of the influence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He threw his logic out the window. Hmm? He came, uh, Madman, chanting and dancing like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is a powerful conversion of a very, very sober person. He used to educate sannyasis, teach them logic, hmm? Vedanta, and so forth. And he was old, much older than Mahaprabhu. I mean, he knew Mahaprabhu's uh, grandfather, yeah, in Nadia. Mahaprabhu was only 25 years old, 24 years old at the time, that he would convert Sarvabhoma. He was the guru, one of the gurus of, of the Raj of Puri, whose kingdom was extremely fortified and the, the Muslims couldn't attack and so forth. It was a very, and the whole, and the king converted over. So, it's a, it's a, this is an extraordinary event in human history that needs some publicity, <laughs> needs to be shared about <laughs> and understood. <laughs> it, it, the implications of it are overwhelming. Srimad Mahaprabhu ki jai, Sisi Panchatattva ki jai, Sisi Dauji Gopal ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrindha ki jai, Gaur Premanandi.